air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house in Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko. Welcome to the Flagler Trump Club's video podcast, Future of Flagler. I'm Ed Danko. Mike McElroy is on vacation, but joining me this week is Alan Lowe uh, yes. as my co-host. Welcome, it's nice Alan. to be back for, for a, uh, a podcast. It's you nice. all know Alan as being on the board of directors of our Flagler Trump Club, and of course, he's a candidate for Palm Coast City Council. And of course, I support him. I need Alan with me on that council, Thank without you. a question of a doubt. So. Let's talk about some uh, breaking news. Holy cow, have we had a week. Actually, two weeks, I guess, now. Well, I think the major thing is I'm not in the newspaper this week. No, you, you got uh, passed over for a man in orange. But this guy in the orange jumpsuit is, um, and that, of course, is Councilman Eddie Burkino. Yep. And he spoke that really bad word. Don't say moratorium. Don't say moratorium. <laughs> Eddie wants a moratorium on building a whole bunch of things, and uh, he kind of uh, he kind of uh, took that back at this last council meeting, um, which was interesting. He, uh, you know, he 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 can't uh, he won't fold like a cheap wallet. I was told, but uh, he kind of folded like uh, a, a cheap, wallet. cheap wallet. I don't know, but <laughs> but but we are going to be taking a look at the uh, master plan. Yeah, and maybe we are overdeveloping. Well, um, you know, maybe we're not, but it, we it's need right to, to look bring at it up it. for conversation. I yeah. think it was brought up the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, it's not a great word. It scares no. businesses, yeah. and we all want businesses to come to Palm Coast, to Flagler County, and and using that word. The last time we did it was with Dollar General. Dollar General, and yeah. and that was a bad thing. It, um, under under former. Uh, Mayor Holland, she brought that up. She put that in. And, you know, oh, by the way, Melissa, you know, <laughs> you're always welcome to come join us on this show. I know how much you miss me. So please just just you got my direct phone number here. Just call me. We'll make you a guest. We'd love to see you again. I'll ask to be a co-host. During you could. Alan, yeah, your favorite opponent, you. Alan, will be here, too. And, and uh, um, you know, that that invitation is always out there. But go on now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, on the moratorium thing, it's just, you know, we can't say that we're business friendly and shut down business. It just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't, doesn't work. work. Speaking of orange jumpsuits, of course, we've had a change on uh, city council since the uh, <laughs> last time <laughs> we were here. Uh one of our council members was caught uh, skip scanning at the local Walmart. And it but was they a, did reverse the trespass, so, you know, yeah. but he resigned. He's gone, He's and, the, gone. and the seat is now where well, you're looking for appointment. We're, we're looking right? for someone to appoint to it. Then, of course, it's the seat you're running for yes. uh, in August. You Primaries can win that election in August, by the way. If there's only, I would like to. Yeah, 50% <laughs> plus one yeah. vote, um, and then... That, that's over and done with, hopefully. Right. Uh, but yes, uh, what happens to that former council member uh, who resigned? We don't know if there's an orange jumpsuit waiting for him in uh, Costa Rica or not. But I, I know I know there was an offer on the table from County Commissioner Joe Mullins to fly Victor to uh, Costa Rica with a guest, first class, put him up in a luxury hotel, 
if he would just go there. I offered the stretch limo from the airport to the hotel room, assuming law enforcement didn't pick him up first and give him a ride. I'm now taking that offer back because he's no longer on he's, council. Yeah, he's no so longer there. It's not my problem. Nope. And we'll see what the State Department and the country of Costa Rica does yes. uh, concerning those charges. That one's, that one's off the table for us to worry about. Yeah. But anyway, moving forward, we have a great guest yes, today. Yes, looking forward to um, this. Karen Schoen, Schoen, right? Is that the right, right yes. way to pronounce your yes. name? Karen Schoen, you are a radio host. You are, um, uh, the name of your radio broadcast is The Prism of uh, America's Education. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And you're also an activist in many different areas, uh, education, the economy, um, and uh, you're anti-globalism. And you also ran for the State House here in Florida. Yes, I did. And that was quite a wonderful experience. When, when did you run? Uh, in 2014. And it was a wonderful experience to learn the way the Florida government works. Wow, I because bet. it doesn't work the way we think it works. No, I learned that as well. Alan's learned that. Uh, yeah. I've learned that. And, and running for office is hard. It's a yeah, lot of work. A lot of work. It takes a lot of money. Who was your opponent? Uh, Brad Drake. He was the rhino of the year, the do-nothing delegate uh representative from my district and i will say over and over again the do nothing because he has done nothing what district were you in uh i was in district five which is at that time where is the state is, um in between pensacola and tallahassee uh, we're part of the florida panhandle in the great northwest florida which is really a beautiful so place does the naval be. air station in pensacola is part of your district no that is oh. a district one that was matt okay. gates's district he was oh you're right yeah yeah and oh i'm saying district five is the new district it was district two at that time i see so uh brad was was and is now turned out so maybe we have a chance of getting somebody well, uh, who will actually are you thinking do of running something. again no, I have decided that um, what I'm doing, I feel, is, is more important because I can reach people differently. And I work with legislators and I have worked with the Department of Education, mm -hmm. alerting them to what's going on. I was on the committee for bringing the civic standards up to standard and actually teaching civics in mm -hmm. our Florida schools, which we don't do anymore. How sad is that? Um, so I think uh, what I'm doing now is it is just as important. And after learning the way the Florida government works, I'd rather be on the sidelines telling them what they're doing. <laughs> so so um, I know you do a lot of speaking engagements, too. And, and for you folks here uh, who are watching this podcast this morning live, um, uh, Karen will be our guest speaker at the Trump Club. Uh, this coming Monday. Yes, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, and we're looking forward to it too. And of course, you all know we meet every third Monday at the VFW uh, in Palm Coast. Uh, we start promptly at 6.30 p.m. So get there 15 minutes early to get a seat because I know with Karen speaking, we're going to fill up this Monday. There's going to be a lot of people there. And uh, you're, you're going to want to get to meet her in person uh, and talk to her after she does her speech at our club. Um, so what are you up to right now? What's important to you today? Well, the most important thing that I am focused on, as you said before, was education. And we did get a wonderful bill passed. But to show you the workings of Florida's government, 
my organization, the Florida Citizens Alliance, was very much behind a bill similar to what was passed on the what they are now calling the Don't Say Gay bill, which is really a parent's choice. You just bill. said gay. <laughs> You're right. Um, those people haven't read the bill because it doesn't even mention gay in the bill. Uh-huh. And what happened was when this bill originally started out, it addressed K through six, but it had to be watered down. What representative or senator in the Florida legislature didn't believe that children between K and six should be learning about sex in school. Folks, they can't read and write. They can't do math. They have no knowledge of the way America works. They have no knowledge of our values. They have no knowledge of anything. They're being trained, not educated. And now their focus is on sex in K through six. But we had to water it down to K through three, which at least, as we say, was a start. But so they we still, have a but, building. But people still complained, right? And K through still, three, and people still complained they weren't being yes. taught sex ed. Right. In the meantime, as our students are graduating, less than half can read, write, and do math. So what are we graduating? We are. The, what is happening is we are grooming our children for pleasure, not educating them for life. And this is a very sad thing to see happening. Throw on top of that critical race theory and diversity and inclusion and uh, equity, which I call die because that's really what they want us to do. Uh, They want to kill the middle class. So you can change the acronyms any way you want. Diversity, inclusion, and equity means die to me because they want our values to die. And this is a very sad thing to see happening to our children. And as a former teacher, the waste of the years can never be regained. What, what, what did you teach when you were a teacher? I taught elementary and junior high. I taught junior high math and science. And uh-huh. in elementary school, you taught a bit of everything. Um, sadly, this is when they... Uh, In the 60s and 70s, when I started teaching, this is when they took the change of teaching history, government, civics out and called it social studies, which was a focus on emotion. It was a focus on emotion, not on fact. You cannot run a country based on emotion. And we see the results of this education today. Mm just by looking at our government, just by listening to the people. They won't tolerate any opposition. And that is all, it's an emotional thing. The interesting thing I found was that when I was filling out a survey for um, buying something, at the end of the survey was a question that said, how did you feel about your answers? How did I feel about my answers? What does that have to do with anything? And so I started doing some digging, and that was when I found that we are being governed, we are being instructed, we are being, quote, educated into accepting what this started years and years ago called Agenda 21, and today is now the Great Reset. So the names have changed, Nothing else has changed. The plan has not changed. So we find today that 
Everything is connected. Everything has a reason. There are no coincidences. And everything has a plan. And all of their plans are based on lies. How do you get millions of people to follow you? You lie to them. And this is what we have going on right now. And you train them to believe the lie. And then say, yes, worse than anything. Or, or is it more you educate them to believe <laughs> the lies? I wish we were educating. We're not. We're training. And there's a big difference between training and educating. And this is a very sad turn for our country to be taking through our educational system. But my wife grew up in East Germany behind the wall. And... Uh, one of the reasons that I started running in politics locally here is because she saw similarities here now that she lived through over there, through ownership, through education, through indoctrination, the whole thing being played out here. And she thought she got away from that. Well, most, most people thought that when the wall came down, so did communism. It Communism just got did not come down at that time. It was just a regrouping because the Russian, the USSR, Union of Soviet Socialist Republic, did get breaking up, broken up at that time. Why? Because they didn't ran out of money. So communists began to realize that you can't run communism if you don't have money. So they combined communism with fascism and the government has now become a partner through what they call public-private partnerships, which is just a form of fascism, meaning the government will regulate the business while the business thinks that they own it. They don't. Right. They're now being controlled by the government. And I call these people the globalists. And they are in both parties. We have a core of globalists called rhinos, and the Democrat pol policy of the Democrat pol party is globalism, not Americanism. Well, they don't put America first, do they? No, they want America last. Remember a while ago when they said, we're going to create this new world and we're going to level the playing field and we're going to be doing uh, all kinds of business with all these countries all over the world. And nobody really said, level the playing field. What does that mean? Well, level the playing field means that they have to bring America down to the rest of the world yes. because you can't have the rest of the world saying that in America they own a house. Yeah, in you, America you they have a car. You can't bring third world to first, so you exactly. bring first to third. third to uh. third, and this is what we see going on today. This is the Great Reset, the managed decline of America, and we see that because our southern border is more important, is less important than the Ukrainian border. How is that possible? We're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, and yes, the people need it. That has nothing to do with it. But we haven't got a penny for our own border to protect our own country. When we have thousands upon thousands of people dying from fentanyl overdose, and we focus on sex, and this is what is going oh, on right well. now. So we have a major mess, and it has come out from the 
billionaires who feel that they are richer and smarter and therefore have the right to control everything. Well, we will. We're going to come back here in a moment after word from our sponsors. We will talk about the Great Reset, and I want to get your thoughts on that. We'll be right back, folks. Just stay tuned. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds Escape Rooms? Then check us out at TwistedMinds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring, early summer 2021. A little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at TwistedMinds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf. Voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. We are back. Uh, with the Flagler Trump Club's future Flagler video podcast and our guest, Karen Schroen. So we were talking about the Great Reset. Tell us all about the Great Reset. Well, the Uniparty of Davos, we've all heard about how they get together in Davos and what are they really doing. Uh, there is a group that is run by, it's called the World Economic Forum, and it's run by a man named Klaus Schwab. And if we remember what Klaus said, he said, by 2030, you will own nothing and you will enjoy it. You will be happy. I don't think so, not in America. However, that's really their goal. So they have a couple of main goals. One is depopulation. They have to get the population down into manageable numbers. So they lie to us and tell us we don't have enough food, we don't have enough land, we have to uh, consolidate, we have to pay attention to things because we don't have enough of things. Well, we have plenty. We have more than enough. If we took all the people in the world and gave them a quarter of an acre, we wouldn't even fill up the United States. So we have plenty of land. That land can be used to grow whatever we want. There's plenty of food. So that's a lie. But why are they telling us that? Because 7 billion people are too hard for them to control. And that's what this is all about. How do you control the masses of people? And how do you get them to believe that I'm better off giving all my money to you, Mr. Government, than keeping it for myself and my family? And to me, when somebody takes your money and gives you nothing in return, that's a form of slavery. So we're going backwards. And what has happened is they have dreamed up ways to control people. They tried it in China, and they are using what they call a social credit score. So every person in China now gets a card, no money, all their money is now doled out in credits. 
if you are a good boy and you are a good girl and you say what the government tells you to say and you don't deviate from anything, you get a lot of credits. That gives you privileges. You may be able to go to a movie. You may be able to use a plane, a train. You may have mobility. You may be able to buy something. However, if you're a bad person and you don't agree with what the government is saying, they take away your credits, which means you can do nothing. You can't borrow money, you can't uh, get a loan, you can't get a mortgage, you can't get anything. So the social credits will control the people. How do you control the businesses? Well, they dreamed up a program which they call ESG, and that's your ESG score for uh, businesses. And what does ESG stand for? That stands for environment. How are you treating the environment? Have you bought into uh, the stupidity of man-made global warming garbage? Have you bought into their uh, whatever it is that they're pushing at that moment, that fossil fuels are bad and that we should be banning them? Have you bought into that? If you haven't, as a corporation, your economic score will be low. Well, then they will look at your social score, and your social encompasses social justice. Uh, how are you treating your employees? Is anybody saying you're not allowing a trans person, a gay person, or whatever person? Uh, you don't have enough black people. You don't have enough brown people. You don't have enough anything. As long as you don't have any white people, that's okay. So what does that do to a business? Instead of a business picking the brightest and the best, we are now worrying about whether we are diversified, whether we are inclusive, and whether we have equity. And to me, that says die. So I can't get away from that one. The other is governance. The government is now going to be your partner and they are going to regulate what you do and say. And if you do and say what they don't like, you won't get government contracts, you won't get government loans, you won't get subsidies, you won't get anything. So you will get in line. I couldn't figure out how all of these corporations became woke so fast until I realized it's because of their ESG scoring. And you can go to any of their pages Go to any of the corporations, especially those that are listed in Wall Street and on the stock exchange, and you can put in, in your DuckDuckGo, uh, put in the name of the corporation and ESG Corporate and see what happens. And you will find that all of these corporations are now being judged by a new risk factor called ESG. So instead of creating the best machine that they can, the best tool that they can, the best product that they can, they are now happy because their boardrooms are filled with ESG people. So what happens to our products? They fall apart. We're not getting the quality that we used to have. I remember back when people never minded paying a little bit more for American products because they were always better. There was a pride in what the people were doing as they were building their products. That's gone because it doesn't count anymore. It's just whether you're the right color or you're the right attitude or your idea of being the best and the brightest is gone. So where are they learning this? I'll go back to the school. Back to education. Back to education. Now, we, we are seeing 
we are seeing parents fight back. Um, made a big difference in the state of Virginia, very democratic state. Um, we are seeing at school boards, parents show up, raise issues, challenge those school board members. Uh, we saw it locally right here in Flagler yeah, County. Yeah, we did. We had a big one with uh, Jill Woolbright brought up uh, some issues with books that books were in the library. That were just totally inappropriate. For the age, you know. Pornography yeah. we have in our libraries. Yes, and yes, the media yes, centers. yes. So we can fight back. That is the best that we can do. We must fight back. It's the only way. So I ask everybody, if somebody says to you, I'm going to kill you, I hate you, and you are an awful person. I've had people say that. How about you? I had it once or twice. Okay. Why would you go out and buy their product? Why would you go out and give them more money so that they can hate you more, so that they can do worse things to you? We have to pay attention to where we bank. We should be banking in local banks, in state banks, in credit unions, in any place that's not going to be following ESG. Otherwise, things like what happened with Wells Fargo when they closed the personal credit lines a couple of years ago. Why would they do that? because it was too hard to manage the people that didn't fall in line with Wells Fargo giving ESG scores. So if you have uh, people who are uh, depositors that may be like myself, and we're going to do a list when Wells Fargo wants something from the government, the government can say to them, well, you got to get rid of those consumers. They're no good. So it's easier for them to say, we won't be doing this anymore, this type of banking. This we're going to be seeing more and more and more. And it's a very uh, scary thing, and we have to fight back. Nobody's going to save us. President Trump was the best president I have ever seen. And hopefully there. he will come back because he is one of the people who's not in the club. And we want to make sure that when we are vetting our candidates, if they don't know what an ESG score is and they haven't heard about social credits, what we should be saying is next and finding those candidates that do. Because if you don't understand what's happening to you, how can you fight it? You've got to learn, and that's the education part. And if we're all involved in race and race being important and we're going to judge people by their race, we're certainly not going to be judging anybody by their quality of their character. And this is what America is based on. So it is up to us, the Americans, to be able to fight for our own country. Do not let them intimidate you. They have nothing behind their talking points. And when they get frustrated, all they're going to do is yell at you and scream and say stupid things. And usually when that happens, when I'm having a conversation, I'll just step back and say, okay, are you finished yelling? And now can we have a conversation? Because what you said doesn't mean anything. And what does that talking point mean? Make them define the words that they're using. Many of them have no idea. The worst thing that we're doing to our school children is teaching them that America is a democracy. America is not a democracy. It's a republic. America is a republic, yet you can't find it in any of the textbooks. Why did they get rid of the pledge? Because we're pledging our allegiance to the United States, the republic, 
It doesn't say to the democracy. And also we're re we are referencing God, which is their other fear. Because to them, you belong to the government. And the government dictates what you do. You can have no and higher power. You can have than no the higher power than the government. So you can't have kids going out and pledging allegiance to a republic and praising God and thanking God. You can't have that. So now, therefore, I, I the know pledge in, has to be gone. I know in Flagler County, the pledge is not gone in our school fighting system. Fighting back. Thank God. Thank, Thank God for fighting that. Fighting back. And we do need to fight back. Um, we have to think that these people, they're not American. They are not interested in America. They are not interested in you and me. They could care less as long as they get their cut, as long as they get their money. They don't care who does what to whom. And we can see that with the crime escalating, with the drugs escalating, with all of the things that are going on at our southern border as we're not paying attention to that because other things have become more important. Well, like, the liberal media certainly isn't helping this country. No, no. And we shouldn't be listening. Why are we listening? Why are a million people listening? I mean, the, yes, their, their uh, ratings have gone down to 40%. But what about those 40%? How, how, what are you listening to every night? You're listening to somebody lie to you. And that's one thing about communists and communism. They are taught to lie. The ends justify the means. So the part of their mantra is lying. Well, we have to think they're not American. What are they really saying? And what they are saying is 180 degrees of their actions. Wow. So we have to be smart. And most important, never be intimidated by them. Well, Karen, I want to thank you for showing up today. Again, you will be at our Flagler Trump Club I'm looking this coming to Monday. Um, and uh, we start at 630. We're at the VFW here in Palm Coast. And you'll get a chance to meet Karen in person. And, of course, Alan and I are always oh, there. Uh, I want you to visit our website, FlaglerForTrump.com. That's Flagler, number four, Trump. Dot com to learn more about us. And on that note, I want to wish you all a great day, a great evening, and we will see you Monday night. Thank Forward you. to it. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.